Shalom and welcome. I'm Chelsea, certified mermaid, diver, and science communicator. And I'm Blake, scuba dive master, freediving instructor, and also a science communicator. <laughs> We've created the Save the Mermaids podcast to connect ocean lovers from across the seven seas who have a desire to protect our waters and learn to live in sync with nature. Save the mermaids, save the seas. Let's dive in. And now for our happy environmental news. So this one is fun. Recycled glass turned into sand is restoring Louisiana's shrinking coastline. <gasps> I love this. Magical sand. I love that. Yeah, and it's recyclable. So Louisiana loses uh, the size of a football field of its coast every <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. It's really messed up. But every half hour. What? Football field worth. Did you know that? Is it because it's so loose? It just, I don't understand. So this is due to erosion, hurricanes, and rising sea levels. So Louisiana is just not doing so hot. Yeah. With a global sand shortage, efforts to restore coastlines often involve dredging. That negative impact um, is absent with recycled pulverized glass. I love that. And we got a shit ton of stuff we need to recycle anyways. Yep. And it's not like a microplastic because it's, you know, when you're going to the beach and you find sea glass mm-hmm. or sea glass, I just said glass really weird. <laughs> um, sea glass. Sea glass. <laughs> but sea glass is like beer bottles yeah. and stuff that's been tossed into the ocean, and crumbled up, um, but they are less it's less negatively impactful than a plastic would be because an animal isn't normally going to try to eat glass compared to plastic. Right. Yeah. And it's so much more natural. Exactly. (gasps) I love this idea. Yeah. Go Louisiana. Poor Louisiana. Poor Louisiana. You deserve this. Yeah. You need some glass. You need some wins. So what are we, what is this month? We're now in May. Yeah. So we talked about our whole thing this spring was going to be April showers, bring May flowers. Mm -hmm. And last month we talked all about the microscopic little guys you find in droplets of water. Yes. So this month we're talking about plants. Flowers. Flowers. Underwater. Yeah. Aquatic and marine plants. So cool. I am pumped for this. I would never have thought to look any of these things up that we have coming up this month either. No. And it's stuff that we would have been like, oh, duh. Like, yeah. We should, def- we should probably do an episode Some of them are insane too. Yeah. Today's is insane. Is it? Today's is why I wanted to do this. So month. what are we talking about? So today we're talking about the giant water lilies of the Amazon rainforest. So you already know it's insane because it's from the Amazon. Are those the ones that you see photos of of people like laying in them? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Okay. They're crazy and they're oh. kind of vicious. Vicious? For plants. Yeah. Okay. Get into it. I'm so excited. Okay. So the giant water lilies of the Amazon rainforest. Magical. AKA the Victoria Amazonica. Okay. And I liked Amazonica. I named my first daughter Amazonica. Do it. I'll name my next dog Victoria. <laughs> 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 this is going to work. <laughs> Uh, so these are the largest member of the water lily family, but we're going to get into their size a little later. Um, like other lilies, giant water lilies thrive in shallow, slow moving water, specifically the oxbow lakes of South America's rainforests. So they start under the water as all lilies do. And, um, a they have like a very spiny structure growing upwards at a rate of half a meter a day. That's 20 inches a day. Wow. You can watch that grow. That's crazy. It would be fun to do a little time lapse on your your phone. 
even like you could just record it and it will look like a time lapse because it's so fast. Cool. Yep. So as they grow, they can swing their spiny stalk. Imagine like kind of like an extra spiny rose stem. Okay. Coming up from the bottom of the river. It swings it around and buds grow like on top of the bud of the lily grows on top of it. And it can swing it around in a circle, forcibly making room for it to grow later. Oh, so they're just little machetes. Yeah. Chopping things out. Yeah. Like spiny hammer throws. like coming up from the ground. Weird. I know. You can see videos of it like spinning around. What the heck? No. I'm sure David Attenborough is on it. But it's weird. And here you can see. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The savage giant water lilies. Savage giant. So once it reaches the surface, the um, the bud unfolds into the lily pad. And remember, it's a spiny stalk. So as it unfolds, the spines are underneath the pad. Oh. Okay. So it's spiny all the way up the stem and then spiny on the bottom. Right. So as it unfolds, it crushes other plants and aggressively grows to an, an astonishing three meters in diameter, which is 10 feet for you Americans. Wow. 10 feet. That's a big lily. Big fuck off lily. (laughs) It's huge. So that is effectively cutting off all sunlight to the plants trying to grow beneath the surface. So this thing is just a monster. Yeah. And the lily pads are massive and remain buoyant from air trapped between the spiny underside as they unfold. Because I was wondering how you see those pictures of people like in them when I'm like, it's a plant. It's not going to hold you up. Right. But it's just because all the spines, like as it unfolds, the air, there's like air bubbles everywhere. Okay. Keeping it buoyant. Cool. Yeah. And the top is waxy. So it's water repellent. Oh. So it's just like a boat. It's a boat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're so strong and buoyant, a child or an adult up to 140 pounds can actually sit on it. Wow. The record weight, can you just guess? 1867 was the year it happened. Can you guess what the record weight held by a water lily was? You said up to 140 pounds. Yeah, it's, it surpasses it by so much. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like 108. What about like 250? 426 pounds oh my gosh without sinking without sinking what i know is it how did how do you just throw people on until it sinks i guess (laughs) science science get them drunk (laughs) put them on a lily pad like i bet you can't stay on on this water lily How funny. If this podcast has taught us anything, it's that that is exactly how science works. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So that's crazy in itself. But as far as flowering and pollinating goes, they have a symbiotic relationship. Okay. So the flowers alone can reach up to 40 centimeters in diameter, which is 16 inches. Wow. And they change color, which is so cool. So all the flowers on one plant will like on a given evening be all in the female phase or they will all be in the male phase. So they can't self-pollinate. Okay. Um, So they've developed, like I said, a um, symbiotic relationship with a species of scarab beetle as their pollinator. What? I know. This is the coolest plant ever. A scarab beetle. I love scarab beetle. I know, too. Cool. Egypt. Egypt. But in South America. Amazon, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so all of the buds open at the same time and are white. Okay. And they get off a really sweet, like, pineapple-y kind of smell, which attracts the beetles. And so they go in for the light color and the sweet scent. Okay. So they're drawn into the flower, and as the day ends and nightfall starts, the flower closes, trapping the beetle inside, who I guess spends his night just, like, chowing down and getting covered in female pollen. So he's just like having a day, having a day all night. (laughs) And on the second night, the flowers open again as purple, red, now male flowers. So like the beetle, I guess, has collected all the pollen, which effectively makes the flower male. And they open again and the beetle flies out to find another female flower to land on. So that's how it pollinates. Why do they change colors? I have no idea. (laughs) Isn't that cool though? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So it all happens in a 48 hour um, cycle. So once the 48 hours is complete, the flower or the whole pad closes and submerges beneath the water. Okay. And each plant will continue to produce flowers for a full season. Huh. And that is the story of the giant water lily isn't that crazy that's crazy like start to finish i thought that was so interesting they sound beautiful and weird and fun and pretty and a little scary and a little scary which we all love like it starts out as a spiny ball whipping itself up against everything and you can watch like slow motion video well maybe they're not slow motion because it's so fast you can watch videos of it opening and like the spines you can see just like push away and puncture into the different like plants that were sitting on top of the river so when the lily pad opens it's just like death just like get out of my way wow yeah huh wild water lilies water lilies i would not have expected them to be so hardcore i thought they would just be pretty and pretty and big me too that makes me really excited for the other plants we're going to study yeah because if one can be that cool carnivores in my back pocket yes i was hoping for carnivores i love the carnivores (laughs) plant Here at Save the Mermaids podcast, we are always looking for fun and sustainable businesses to support. And one that we absolutely love is Nudieware. I met the owners, Christy and Ryan, at a scuba cleanup right here on Oahu. They're a local, sustainable clothing brand that makes activewear, swimsuits, dry bags, purses, and headbands in gorgeous wildlife-inspired patterns such as the Mandarin fish, Nudibronx, and whale sharks. They donate 10% of each purchase to conservation efforts across the globe. Their activewear is made from recycled water bottles, and they even make beautiful jewelry out of the discarded fishing nets. Go to our website, www.mermaidconservation.com, and use the code SAVETHEMERMAIDS to receive 10% off of your purchase. And if you're on the island of Oahu, join Nudiewear for their monthly underwater cleanups. See you there! so much for diving in with us today. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Save the Mermaids Podcast. Visit our website at www.mermaidconservation.com for all the podcast merch and our eco-friendly favorites. And don't forget to join our Facebook community, Save the Mermaids Podcast Community. 
This is where we will post our monthly meetups, share our favorite underwater adventures, and connect with like-minded ocean lovers all over the world. Until next time, mermaids! Thank you.